Questers to another episode of Success Quest. I'm your host, Caleb Valle, and I'm so excited to introduce to you guys today our special guest. Um, she is actually the podcaster of Females on Fire. She's been in business for over six years. She's a business guru, motivational speaker. I will introduce to you Haley Luckadoo. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Ooh, so excited. This is going to be awesome. Um, Haley, why don't you go ahead and give your, uh, a little introduction to all the questers out there so they can get to know you a little bit more. Absolutely. So like Caleb said, I'm Haley Luckadoo. I'm in my upper 20s and I have been in business for over six years. So I actually started my first business, if you guys are doing the math, in my college dorm room. Wow, uh, started cool. out in wedding planning, which was totally unexpected. Not at all what I was doing. Just sort of fell into business through a series of unfortunate events. I'll put it that way to keep it short. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Isn't that how it always starts? It's like, oh, yeah. you, there's oh, a need, yeah. you know, you're desperate and you're like, oh, business kind of pops yep. in there. And desperate was a good word. Yeah. Desperate is exactly where I was at and wow. ended up starting a business, took off a lot more than I anticipated. Uh, about three years in to running that wedding planning company, I launched a second company, uh, wow. basically doing digital marketing, though at the time I wasn't calling it digital marketing because I didn't really know what that was. Um, so ran that for a couple years, rebranded several times, really found my footing and that took off a whole lot more than the first business even did. So ultimately started coaching, speaking, launching podcasts and courses and doing all of these different things and just falling really, really in love with business and with motivating and inspiring audiences and all of these things. And ultimately had to, had to cut out wedding planning <laughs> uh, beginning of last year, because it was just getting wow. too much. Something had to go, but uh, so a little bittersweet because that was my business baby. Yeah, that's how it all started. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm rolling with it. It's amazing. I've I've loved every single part of entrepreneurship. So. It's great. Entrepreneurship is amazing, right? It it's is. like the, it the, really is. the the freedom to do basically anything and then learn all that from like the bottom and then go up. It feels good. Like the satisfaction yeah. is like fantastic in yeah. business. So what is like your ultimate ambition with business? Like why do you do what you do? What's yeah. your why? Yeah. So I have several ambitions, to be honest with you. I'm a very ambitious person. Yes. Um, so and, yes, and I'm, I'm very that. multi-passionate too. So I have a lot of different like avenues I want to pursue, obviously, since I'm running like several different businesses. That's pretty <laughs> obvious. But my main goal is just, I really love working with entrepreneurs who, you know, they feel stuck or they feel like maybe business isn't for them, but it's because they really don't know where to go next and they feel like they're failing or they feel like they're not doing it as well as everybody else. I love working with those people and really motivating them to find the next level and to use those, those things that they consider failures that they feel like they're not doing a good enough job at and leveraging those to actually push them forward and really fall in love with business again. And so that's my main goal. I want to do that as much as possible for as many people as possible. And that's, sort of the motivation that I take into every new little avenue that I pursue. Very awesome. And I love that you're already kind of alluding to what the whole topic of this podcast is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, she even used the words perfectly. Um, but questers, get excited because we, we're going to talk about leveraging failure today. And I, I was just telling Haley, I feel like we've talked about failure a lot. Um, we've had a lot of people come on the podcast and share their own failures and how they've, they've learned from it. But I feel like the word leverage is very special. I feel like it's important to understand that word 
and what it means when it comes to failure. So, and you, you alluded to that, obviously, do you mind going ahead and sharing maybe what leverage means? Like what's an example of leverage? Yeah. So, I mean, leveraging means you're literally using it to your advantage, whatever it is. So, you know, if you're trying to lift something really, really heavy and you can't lift it and you've got a friend there, you're leveraging the use of their help because you're putting them on the other side of the thing. You're lifting it together. Now you've got double the strength. It's easier to lift. That's what leveraging is. It's taking things that you already have, in this case, failure, and actually using them to your advantage. Most of us, when we hit failures, we're like, I'm a failure. I suck. You know, life's too hard. Business is too hard. You know, all those things that we say. But I've gotten in a place, and this is what I teach to people, what I talk about all the time, where now when I have a failure, it's not that I'm happy about it. You're never happy about failure. It sucks. Let's be real. But now I know, okay, I can take this and turn it into something. I can take it and use it to get to the next level, the next step, the next goal. And so that's what leveraging failure is all about, is taking it and saying, what can I do with this now? That's awesome. And I feel like too, like when you, when you use that word leverage and you gave a great example, right? You, you leverage your friend to help you do something. I feel like people underestimate the power behind that. Like, so yeah. in that example, when you have one person and another person and you leverage them and you get their help, your synergy is much more than just either of you individually, right? Yes. And it's not just one plus one, two, it's one plus one, three or four, you know, like it's, like, it's, yep. it's powerful. Um, Absolutely. And I, I feel like people need to start recognizing that when they're leveraging to the fullest, it can go further, so much farther beyond what they could have ever expected. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a great example too, because, you know, now you've got your friend, now you get an adrenaline rush. Like there's a lot of things that come on with leveraging something. So when it comes to leveraging failure, when you've all, all of a sudden switched your mindset and you're in a more positive space, you know, headspace, you're, you're thinking more clearly about things and you're really trying to find ways mm-hmm. to use those failures to your advantage instead of letting it hold you back, you do get a little bit of an adrenaline rush. Oh, yeah. It really pushes <laughs> you to do more. Yes. Oh, and that's the best. You, you get into a cycle where now you're wanting to do more and you're feeling that motivation and now you're accomplishing more and it's just, yes. it's, you get the snowball rolling, right? And it's just amazing. Exactly. Um, let's, let's talk though about that process maybe of leveraging failure because do you look at a failure and you're like, oh my gosh, I just failed. I need to sit down, pull out a sheet of paper and start talking about like, okay, what are some ideas of how to leverage failure? You know? <laughs> okay. Or like, what, what does that process look like? Well, that's one way to do it. Um, Everybody's process is going to be a little bit different. But the one thing that's, you know, really going to be a part of it for everybody is first, you've got to make sure that you know that it's a failure. You're not a failure. There's a difference. And I think a lot of the time, especially with entrepreneurs, I know this goes for everybody, but entrepreneurs, we're like extra hard on ourselves because we feel like, our family, our income, our bills depends are, on it. are all relying on us being successful, right? And so a lot of the time we will hit a bump in the road. We will get very dramatic and start thinking it's a failure and start going through all of these ways that we screwed up. And then it becomes, oh, well, because I failed at this thing, I am a failure. And when you start to really wrap your head around that mindset, you take that with you. 
You carry it with you through everything. So then it's not just the really big failures. It's the little things too that you start beating yourself up about all the time. So first and foremost is recognizing that you and the failure, two totally separate things. One does not equal the other. You are 100% allowed to fail over and over and over and over again. It does not make you a failure. The only thing that makes you a failure is if you fail and then you stay down and you don't get back up and you don't try again and you don't leverage it to get you forward. So I think that's like first and foremost. But after that, the process is really kind of whatever you want it to be. And I know that sounds very unhelpful, but for me, it was very much, you know, okay. And I'm, I'm a list maker. So you're going to laugh because this is kind of what you just said, but I would, I would sit down and I would say, okay, what are all the reasons that I'm upset about this? And I'd make like a little pro con list. And if, if writing and lists are not your thing, then just do this in your head, you know, but look at it and say, okay, why do I feel like this is such a bad thing? Did it cost me money? Did it cost me time? Did people watch me fail? Because that's, that tends to be the big one for us. We just don't want to be embarrassed in front of people that we know. So what's the reason that you feel like it's a bad thing? Okay, now can I take that somehow and reframe it to make it a good thing? And if I do, what's all the good things that could come out of this? And usually if you're making that pro-con list, either on paper or in your head, then you'll realize the list of the potential that could come out of you reframing this whole thing is much, much longer than the one or two reasons that you feel like it's a failure. So that's what leveraging it is all about. That's what this process is all about. It's really reframing your mindset so that failure doesn't look so big and scary. Yeah. And I, I love already this concept of separating failure from your character. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like that happens so often when I fail, I make it a part of who I am and then I get sad on it. You know, I'm like, Oh, it's yeah. like, it's, this is the worst. And you start dwelling about it. And like, I am the worst, like because of this failure, it's correlated with me somehow, but you have to separate mm-hmm. the two. Like immediately yeah. everything you're doing is for your dream, you know, or your ambition or your why. And you can't have those results correlate with your process of getting there, you know, like you can't let that define you anyways. And I I love already kind of just talking about the process, very simple things you can do, right? You can just sit down and start writing on a piece of paper. I mean, that's literally what you do (laughs) And, and people should, people should try that. Take some time out of your day to prioritize your feelings and, and jot that down and then start thinking of pros and cons. What if you can't think of any pros? I mean, for some people, very negative headspaces, right? Well, we are humans in general. We are the most self-deprecating people. We're just, we're awful. We will (laughs) chalk up. We are. We will take failures and we will go, oh, I failed at one thing. This means I'm a failure. I suck. Everybody hates me. The world is against me. You know, anything we can think of to say. But when we succeed, we don't do that. We don't go, oh, I'm awesome. I succeeded. We don't, there's, you know, there's not two sides to that coin. We take successes and we go, oh, well, I just got lucky. Or, oh, well, you know, it's because I worked with this coach or because I invested in this thing or, or whatever. It wasn't me. I didn't succeed. And so we put ourselves down on the good things and we use the bad things to remind ourselves of how, how much we suck. So (laughs) we're the worst. We're the absolute worst. So if you are that type of person, if you really are very negative, and this was 100% my husband, you guys. So I can say this. Oh, snap. (laughs) 
that it works. I'm throwing him under the bus right now. He was, he's, he was a very negative person. It was like the world is ending every time something happens. Even still, sometimes today I'll catch him where he'll say something kind of bad about himself. And I'm like, Hey, watch it. That's my husband. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Be knock careful. it off. Be careful, sir. Um, so <laughs> he, he was very much like that. And it became a process of every single time that he said something bad about himself. And you can use this with failures or with anything else, but it works great with failures too. Anytime something bad happened, he felt something bad about himself, anything like that. He had to say, okay, why do I feel this way? Because we always want to talk about the why, right? Why do you serve these clients? Why did you start this business? Why do you love doing this thing? So why do you feel this way about you? Why do you feel this way about this failure? And when you can get to the root of the problem, you can start to solve it. If it really is because you spent a lot of money on it and your family needed that money, okay, well now let's go back to the books. Let's see how much your family really needed that money. Was it really a loss? And if it was, can you make up that money somewhere else? And if you can, then what are you worried about? If yep. you embarrassed yourself and you don't like to be embarrassed, let's take a head count of who's actually paying attention. Everybody else is worried about their own stuff, you guys. So, you know, you just got to ask yourself, why do I feel this way? Because if you can ask yourself why and you can get to the root of the problem and you can start to solve it, then all of a sudden you will start to automatically think a little more positively. Even yep. if you don't become a positive person or start... Yep you know, having this glowy unicorns and rainbows outlook on the world, <laughs> it's okay. You're, you're automatically going to start to think of some pros. You're automatically going to start to think of some ways that you can use this. So what did it teach you? That's a good thing to ask yourself. How can you now use it to help somebody else? Is there a story in there that would inspire somebody else that you could, you know, you could kind of use that to your advantage a little bit? Is there something about it that makes you think, okay, I do need to try this again because I just made one little mistake and I think that's what made it a failure and now I know I can go fix that mistake. Ask yourself those questions and figure out how to leverage it. Sometimes it's not just simply trying again. There are things that you weren't made to do that weren't made for you and that's okay. But try to distinguish, okay, was this really a failure because I'm not meant to do it? Or was it a failure because I messed up on something? Or was it just a failure because I'm just not ready yet? And I got to go back and get myself ready before I come back and try again. Wow. That, that, that was really awesome advice. That was a lot. <laughs> no, I, I hope questions you guys are taking notes because this is, this is valuable information. At the beginning, what I was loving already about what you were saying was getting straight to the core and the root of it all, finding the why to those situations and why you're feeling that particular way about outcomes that have happened, failures that you're experiencing. Yeah. Because sometimes we just beat around the bush too long you know, oh, yeah. and, and we take, we go in loops and we're like, and then you start blaming yourself more because you're taking more time than you should on this failure. And then you're dwelling yeah. on it and you fall in that cycle, right? Go straight to the, straight to the source. Absolutely. Why are you feeling like that? You know, yeah. why is this failure affecting you like that? And then like you were saying, just like start stemming out, like what can you do about it? And then you'll find eventually that you're fine. Yeah, you're okay. Absolutely. That the world is not crumbling around you, and yep. no one is judging you. <laughs> you know, uh, it's just they're too amazing. busy worried about themselves. They yeah. are not judging you the way that you think they are. And I feel like that's a big part of 
society right now there's like a big thing a big movement happened like i guess for the last few years right where people are like very worried about how people are judging others right and so now we kind of have this like weird stigma that people are constantly you know judging you and you're just assuming the worst of people honestly when you do that and you it's not benefiting anyone you're thinking that everyone's looking down on you when in reality no one has time to you know (laughs) I blame social media for that. I think we've gotten so into Instagram and Facebook and and our phones that we have more access to people, which is an amazing thing. It's great that we can make connections with people that we could never even meet in real oh, life. Yeah. Um, amazing. That's amazing. You know, some of my best business friends are on the other side of the country, and you know, you get opportunities like this to connect with people. And I love it, but great things come with, come with consequences, come with hardships. And one of those things is that now, because we have all this access to other people, we have all this reason to compare ourselves to other people and to worry about what they think and to worry about if they're judging us. So I blame social media, but you find a way to like, again, leverage that for, to your advantage for the good and find a way to put those feelings aside. And you know, just speaking to something else you can do to kind of, you know, really get in that more positive headspace. Look at anybody that you follow that you like really love. Any of the gurus, any big mentor, you know, for me, I'm a motivational speaker. So I look at the top motivational speakers who are the people that are absolutely killing it in this space. You cannot find a single one of them that did not fail at something. And they openly talk about it. Most of them brag about it as if it was something really, really good. Well, why is that? Because they know what you haven't figured out yet, which is that failure is what actually pushes you to the next level. You have to go through it. You have to try it again and again and again. You have to learn from it to be able to move up and level up. So that's always a little bit of inspiration for me when I feel like I can't get in that headspace and I can't find those pros and those positive reasons to try again. Yep. For me, looking at a lot of them and saying, "Mm, that was a much bigger failure than what I just had, you know, and they made it through it. It's just sort of a nice little like, you know, kick in the rear to get you going again. Yeah. It's actually, I, I love that you would use that because you're right. The people up there like Gary Vee or Dean Graziosi yep. or Tony Robbins or Robert Kawasaki, all these people, people have heard of, right? They oh, yeah. flaunt their failures everywhere Absolutely. they go because they know that it was a powerful moment in their life and it fueled their success. Absolutely. And, and that's what I was thinking when you were talking about it. I was like, man, failure really is fuel. It's Yes. the fuel for your success on your way to achieving your ambition. You just have to look at it like that. If you're looking yep. at it as something to be thrown away rather than to be useful to you, to, to move you forward, um, then you're just holding yourself back like you were saying yeah. before. And that also reminds you that failure is universal. Yeah. You're not the only one going through it. We tend to do that, right? We Something happens and we're like, oh, this thing happened to me and it's awful and nobody knows how I feel. Guess what? Somebody knows how you feel. You're not special in the aspect that yep. th- these things are only happening to you. Failure is universal. You can't find a single person on this planet who hasn't already had a failure. 
Even, you know, little kids, they've already screwed it up. Like, you know, <laughs> already like, so many times, God, you know, so many times, like, and so, but that's my point, you know, the older you get, the, maybe the less like little silly failures you have, but they start to get bigger. They start to mean more. You've got more on the line. So yeah, maybe you've got less failures than when you were six, but now they make a bigger impact on your life if you fail. So you've got to find a way to leverage them because it's not just something that happens to you. And finding those people that you can look up to who are using their failure and leveraging it and finding those people that you can be in community with who are going to remind you of this when it happens, because let's face it, we all know this to be true. But when the failure happens and you're sitting down right in the middle of it, you don't want to be reminded of this. Yeah, in the heat. Oh. <laughs> no, you don't want to use this to your advantage. You want to sit here and wallow in it. And I'm here to tell you, you can wallow in it as long as you want to. I mean, everybody's different. Everybody needs a different time to grieve and adjust and deal and all of these things. But the longer you take sitting in it, the more you're taking away from the future you. Yeah. So if you sit there and you wallow in it and you don't get back up, that's on you. And you are the only person that is responsible for where you will be five years from now and 10 years from now and 20 years from now. So if you want to get there, you've got to get up. So find those people that are going to kind of help you stand back up and get going. And, and, you know, I like, I like having friends and colleagues and business friends who are, are really tough on me. Like if I'm having one of those days where I'm like, I'm done, I'm not good at this. They're like, Haley, get a grip. Like, yep. <laughs> ridiculous. you're acting so stupid. I don't have time for this. I need you to get it together right now. I, I need that tough love. Find the people that you need. Find the people who are going to kind of listen to you whine about it for a second. And then they're going to, you know, pop you in the back of the head and say, all right, let's get going. Like, get up, move on. You know, yep. for my friends, it's okay. You've been doing this for six years. Really? Like you're going to give up now? I don't think <laughs> so. You're being very dramatic. None of us appreciate it. Get up. And so. If you can find those people, it's, it's just another tool that you have to help you when those times do come around. And that kind of blows my mind too. I feel like people don't realize just how many resources they have available to them oh, that yes. are not things you have to pay for, you know, to get. Yes. These are friends, support group, family members. That's just to name a few, right? And we're already talking about just changing your mindset. Like these yeah. are things you can do at home, taking the time to prioritize your feelings and to look at what Absolutely. really is going on at the root of it. And, and I, I wanted to go back because I had a thought. So we were talking about how like, yeah, from even when you're a kid, you're failing, you know? Yep. And so I'm at, obviously this is very cliche. Everyone's heard this right. But you know, a baby has to fall before it can learn to walk and oh, it has yeah. to, you know, mm-hmm. fall how many other, other times to learn how to run. That concept applies throughout your whole entire life, but it's not yes it doesn't look like running and learning to walk, right? It's lost a thousand bucks doing Mm -hmm. something, right? Like how is that? What, if that's walking, what's running, you know, like what are you learning from this? What's the next step? You should be thinking about that because failure means you're growing just like it meant for a baby, just like it means for you now. Like there's no true difference. You're making it different for some reason in your head. You have to get out of there. You need to wake up. Just like she's, Haley's saying, you need to have friends that can tell you like, hey, get a grip on you. Like this is not who you are. Like you're fine. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Anyways. And and I've, I've had people too that they're like, well, I just don't have those people. Well, if you don't have those people, then you're not out looking for them. Oof. 
They're everywhere. It, it all comes back on you. I'm telling you, if you literally do not have a family member, you do not have a friend in your life who, who genuinely cares about you enough to be this person for you, don't tell me that there's not a follower on yep. social media who would absolutely love to get a DM from you. Don't tell me that there's not somebody else in your industry who wouldn't be willing to to make that connection, you know, go get on podcasts like this and make connections, find people, go follow people on Instagram, send them a DM, you know, whatever. But you've got to reach out. You've got to take the first step in making that connection. So if you feel like you don't have those people, that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> make <laughs> life simple. Don't overcomplicate things. I tell yes. us all the time on so many podcasts we've talked about, kind of gotten back to the same point that life is so much more simple than you you're making it out to be absolutely you know so calm down (laughs) take a couple breaths and then realize the situation you're in you are okay yes fine you're about to make you can can, you're gonna have thousands of decisions you can make right now that are gonna propel you forward and and you're gonna be fine you're okay Um, yeah it's a a long road. road Yeah. yeah, people people underestimate like the process. It takes a long time you know, <laughs> before you become successful, you know? Yeah. I mean, you hear big people, like you mentioned Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins and all these people. You hear them talk about how long it took them to get there. And most of the time, it's, it's like two, three decades just to even start seeing any sort of little blip of success. Yeah. So, you know, if you're like me and you've been doing this for like six years, you're not even like close yet, you know? So, and yeah, you'll see like little successes along the way, as long as you keep going and you're consistent. But I I sit around and I talk about this all the time. And so I think about it and I'm like, wow, half of the failures that are going to make me into the person I want to be haven't even happened yet. Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, that's fun. That's that's fun. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you start to think that way. You start to go, well, look at everything I've made it through. Now I got to take on these like bigger monsters that I know are coming my way to get me where I want to go. And for me, that end goal is always in sight. That person that I want to be is always in the back of my mind. And I can't, give up on her, you know, like one little failure along the way, even if at the time I feel like it's a big failure, it can't keep me from that because I don't want to sit in the space that I'm in forever. That's boring. You know, there's that like cliche thing that you'll look back on your life and you'll remember, you know, the, the risks you didn't take or, you know, all that stuff. But I think that's true. Like you really have to find that thing that matters most to you, that end goal or that person that you want to be, or, you know, those people that whose lives you really want to touch and enrich and keep that in the back of your mind every single time something knocks you down. Because if you can't stand up for you, stand up for them, stand up for that. And, And you know, it's so powerful. I've actually, I've done this so many times and I found it to be true in my life, in my experience, I'll sit down and I'll write myself little letters. This is really random, but I'll write myself little letters and I'll tell myself I can open this in a month, three months, a year. I love that. It's funny because I'll tell myself like, I'm just going to go through this month. I know I'm going to experience something hard. You know, I just know it. And so, and then at the end of that month, I read the letter and it's like, Hey, you probably went through something hard, but how do you feel now? Exactly. You know, and that's like a really cool feeling because you look back and you're like, wow, in the moment that was tough. But right now, I appreciate that. 
you oh, know? Yeah. And when you're, when you have that perception and you're looking forward, like you're saying, you know, that half the failures that you need to experience haven't happened yet. Yep. That is already, you're already prepared times 10, you know, yeah. to face those failures and to realize that in the moment, like, oh my gosh, I knew this was coming. I didn't know in what way or when it was coming, yep. but I knew it was coming. And now yeah. I feel like I'm already halfway there. And to speak to that point, you, a lot of times when you start this process, even if you're doing really well at it, you're getting back up, you're being more positive, you're looking for ways to leverage it. A lot of times we'll hit that bump in the road where all of a sudden we can't find the lesson in it. We can't find the meaning. Sometimes the lesson doesn't come for years. Like sometimes you will fail and you have no idea how you're going to leverage that for years. I literally, I had sort of this breakthrough at the beginning of the year where something from like two and a half years ago finally made sense. And I was like, this, this is why I (laughs) walked through that. And, you know, I was in the mind space to, when it happened, to get back up, to keep moving and, and to look constantly for two years, I've been looking for, okay, why did that happen? How can I use it to my advantage? And so that's the thing is when you, when you're leveraging failure, you are, you never stop looking for the opportunity to leverage the things that have already happened to you as many times as you can. And so for two years, I was looking for a way to leverage this thing, a reason that it happened. And at the beginning of this year, I got that answer. And that just goes to show you, like I'm six years in, I've been doing this whole leveraging failure thing for a while now. I've been in this headspace. I'm really good at this headspace. I teach about it. I talk about it, but still it took two years. that answer. So sometimes you've got to just be willing to sort of blindly keep going and just kind of hold on to it. And you know, you've got all your little failures, like think about it, like they're all in a bucket and you're carrying them along with you. And when you get to an opportunity where you can pull one out and use it, then you do. But until then, you just got to keep walking. You got to keep carrying your bucket. You got to keep holding on to the fact that eventually you're going to be able to use them. Yes. Going along with that analogy, like you, if you're thinking like life is like this road and you're just kind of traveling on it forever, you have moments where the sun's out and it's easy to keep walking on that road. Yeah. But there are many times where it's dark, it's cold, it's scary, and you don't want to move at all, not even an mm-hmm. inch. I'm telling you right now, even if you can only move an inch, keep moving forward. Yes. Never stop. Never stop because that is crawling. Yeah. yeah, You got to keep going somewhere. You have to make all these things that we're talking about, um, leveraging failure and all the things we've said kind of after that. It's not, we're not trying to say this so you can develop these habits. There's no habit here. You need to make this a part of who you are. This needs to be your, your mindset, your lifestyle. When you wake up every day, you realize that, you know, whatever happens, you can take it. You're going to keep moving forward. Um, because that's powerful. That's what makes these people that we talk about, you know, so amazing exactly. and why people envy them because they have this characteristic about them and it's not something they were born with. Exactly. It really isn't. They learned this and yep. you can learn it too. Um, Absolutely. Anyways. So I love this topic. This is so fantastic. And I wish we had more time, honestly, to continue talking about I this know. because um, but honestly, questers like there's everything you needed to hear about leveraging failure this is it. Like that. This has been a fantastic podcast for that. And I hope you have been enjoying 
this as much as I have. Haley, your experience is fantastic. And I just want to thank you for being on the show and, and coming and sharing a little bit of what you've learned over the past six years and, and t- really your whole life, you know, like yeah. you've dedicated oh, yeah. your whole life to this. And oh, yeah. um, I, I appreciate you for that. Well, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. And I, I love talking about this. I love sharing about it. I think this is the thing that really makes people successful. And this is the thing that really changes your life. Yeah, this is what makes the difference. This is the most impactful thing you can do for people. Um, so I, I guess um, to end, Haley, is there anything, maybe one last, like if you could talk to the whole world and share one message across the board with everyone at one time, uh, what would that be? Yeah, um, I, I say this a lot, um, especially when I'm like speaking to audiences and things. And I think this sums up everything that we were talking about in one sentence. Limited mindsets create limited results. So if you stay in that space where you're thinking, this is all I'm good for, this is all I'm good at, this is where I'm supposed to stay, then that is exactly where you will stay. You are limiting the results that you are able to have. So when you start unlimiting that, when you start deciding that there are unlimited possibilities allowed to you, then those possibilities really do actually open up. You create your own potential And if you stay in that space of having a limited mindset, you will 100% only ever find closed doors and limited results. Wow. Thank you so much, Haley, for being on the show with us. We're so excited to use this knowledge and kind of apply it more into our lives. Um, If you guys, Questers, if you have enjoyed this episode, I urge you to please check out Haley. She's everywhere, right, Haley? how, How can we follow you and how can we make you a part of our lives? Yes, absolutely. So I am everywhere. I'm on like every social media <laughs> platform. So find me anywhere, send me a message or DM and, and let's connect. But uh, I'm at HaleyLuckadoo.com. And then my handles are at HaleyLuckadoo everywhere. All across everywhere. The- yep. <laughs> uh, and that's Instagram, Pinterest. And we're going to put that all in the show notes. That way you guys can go and check her out. She is amazing. And she is doing a lot of good for the world and for people. And if you guys, one of the biggest things that I want out of all of our podcasts is if you guys enjoyed it, please tell us why, you know, let us know. We want to know what we're doing good. And we also want to know what we're doing bad. We want to improve in any way we can um, for you because we want to stay being a part of your daily life, your weekly life um, and help inspire you and help you obviously become more wholly successful. That's kind of the whole reason we have this success quest in the first place. So thank you guys so much. Listen to us again every Thursday. Make us a part of your your podcast that you're listening to all the time. And uh, we will see you later. Have a successful day.